Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast. This show is brought to you by PeachPay with their streamlined express checkout and LearnDash, an excellent choice when building your next project that requires integration of an online course. Now, I'm going to tell you more about our pod friends later in the show. Let's head into today's episode with special guest hosts, Mark from WS Form and Leslie from Newsletter Glue. Now, if you're someone that is thinking about taking your existing WordPress plugin and integrating it into WooCommerce, or you're simply interested in the process at all levels, this show is for you. Mark's done it with WS Form, and Leslie is now seriously considering it with Newsletter Glue. Trust me, this is an educational, insightful, and inspiring chat with these two builders. Hey, my name's Mark Westgard, and I'm pleased to be co-hosting Do The Woo podcast today. Um, I'm here with Leslie Sim from Newsletter Glue, and um, we're going to be talking today about WooCommerce extensions and how Leslie can progress to uh, potentially releasing a WooCommerce extension for her product, Newsletter Glue. Um, hey, Leslie, how are you? Hey, Mark. Uh, super good. Bob has abandoned us today, so just you and me. That's it. Yeah, Bob's in the background letting us do our thing. So uh, it's a, <laughs> a lot of trust. <laughs> so I just want to get a little bit more background about Newsletter Glue, just let the audience know about who we are and, and what we do. We're both plugin developers. So do you want to give us a bit more background about Newsletter Glue and what it does and how it's such a wonderful product? Um, yeah, thanks. So Newsletter Glue does kind of what it says on the label. It glues newsletters to WordPress. So if you've got an email service provider, um, we currently integrate with 12. So like MailChimp, MailerLite, ActiveCampaign, um, you know, a whole bunch of others. Then you don't have to migrate off of them if you've got all of your segments and all that set up. Instead, you just use us to glue your email to WordPress and then type, you can use us as a email builder and start writing your emails directly from WordPress. And that's, uh, especially if you're already using the block editor, which we rely on, um, it's significantly faster. You know, you don't have to do all of the cross-posting, copy and paste images, all of that painful stuff. And your newsletter archive is inside of WordPress already. Great. Um, and if your staff is non-technical and, you know, uh, strapped for time, which everybody is, then having them just work out of WordPress without having to hop back and forth, just like greatly... Um, increases the chances of your newsletter going out on time consistently and, you know, saves everybody's sanity. Great. So is the idea that uh, the newsletter is actually built within WordPress itself and then you can then push that to these third-party platforms? Yep, that's right. So we connect by API. So you do everything in WordPress. Uh, we've put in insane amount of work to make sure like the email HTML kind of all works perfectly because, you know, email is yep. notoriously... Uh, finicky to build and so like you write normally in the block editor and then like we magically transform it into email ready html for you that's fantastic because i know some of these email platforms the email editor can be a little bit finickety to play around with and takes a bit of time to get used to i my agency uses a product called dot digital 
Um, but we've also used a lot of uh, other email platforms. And sometimes the my clients can get a little bit confused with building the actual email itself and the HTML can get a bit messed up um, and we have to come in and help them fix it. <laughs> so um, being able to do that within WordPress, within a familiar environment, that's that's great. And, and what are some of the integrations that you said that you had that you can, you can link that up with? Um, so I'm going to probably forget some, but right now <laughs> it's MailChimp, Active Campaign, Campaign Monitor, Get Response, Send in Blue, um, Sendy. So all the big ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I run WS Form. We're a, a form plugin. And uh, funnily enough, we integrate in with the same plugins you do as well, but from a completely different angle. So we're more of the sign-up side um, is, is one of the things that we can do. So we we hook up with the same integrations. We can push Anything from a simple email address through to a lot more information about a user, maybe first name, last name, company, and a lot of other stuff that they do. That's just one side of our plugin. Obviously, we've uh, you know fully fledged form plugin that enables conditional logic and a lot of other stuff like that. And so, one of the things that that we did is we recognised that people wanted to be able to put those forms on product pages. So that's where we then started developing our, our WooCommerce extension um, and then got that put into the, the WooCommerce store. We can come on to that a little bit later. So I understand that you are considering putting your foot in the water <laughs> into the, the WooCommerce um, store as well. What, what is your idea around newsletter glue and uh, putting your products within that environment, within that, that store? Well, wait a minute. So like before before we talk about that stuff, I kind of want to know a bit more about WS Forum. And okay. So, you know, there are like a million and one forum plugins out there on the market. And like, what what's the cool features or the things that make customers choose you? I think uh, where we've found a niche is in building quite complex WordPress forms. Um, using a just a drag and drop no code environment. What we found, well, one of the reasons we developed WS Form originally was that we are an agency, and we found working with a lot of the form plugins that were out there to be a little bit difficult. Um, and it was kind of like putting an alien on a web page every time you put a form <laughs> on the page, and there was a lot of work to get that styled up and, and working the way that you wanted to. Yeah. So we developed WS Form um, with. You know, the, the ability to put a form on a page, not have to do so much styling on it, uh, and also not have to do so much custom code around that to, to get it working. So, you know, one simple example would be adding a repeater to a form. Maybe you want to have the ability to do first name, last name, email address, um, and be able to repeat that. Perhaps you want to have like a guest list. And some form plugins, you have to write a lot of custom code to actually make that happen. So we've pulled in all that functionality and it's just a case of clicking a checkbox in ws form to make that work also integrations you know you do integrations yourselves we wanted to go um full hog on integrations so doing bi-directional integration with forms um with ws form if i connect to mailchimp for example and i want to create a form for mailchimp it will automatically pull in all of your custom fields all the fields that you have on a particular list and it'll build that form for you. Um, and it's fully mapped and ready to go. So it's literally a one-click process. I know a lot of people hate that term, one-click, single-click. But it really does do it in one click. Um, and it's bi-directional as well. So if you wanted to create an edit profile form, 
so where people could edit their name or edit their preferences, you know, what list they want to be able to subscribe to, it, it, um, it can do that. So it can pull the data in and actually push the data back to MailChimp. That feature is kind of cool to me. Like, so let's say I have a MailChimp account and I hate the way the current, like update your preferences. Yeah. What do you call it? Page. I think it's called a preference center or something um, looks like in standard MailChimp. So what I can do is use you guys and build that entirely in WordPress and then, um, so like uh, you kind of in the up, update your preferences you like send that link to the WordPress site instead and then that all that kind of works perfectly and seamlessly that's super cool yeah yeah and our our forms uh, can actually output native HTML in three different frameworks so if you if your theme is using bootstrap or foundation we actually output native HTML for that which makes it super easy to style those and then we have a fallback framework as well, which is our own, um, which is just a real simple framework for styling forms. We, we actually tie in with WordPress styling features so you can adjust the fonts and colors and everything else. But it's uh, that, that's one of the things our developers like is how clean our code is um, and also how accessible our code is as well. So we've taken um, quite a bit of time to make sure that our forms are accessible. Uh, we've worked with a lot of people in the accessibility uh, realm to uh, make our forms more accessible and we're c- continually working on that it's uh quite quite a field as you know <laughs> so yeah the, the thing with ws form is it's not a product i can describe in 30 seconds there's just so much that it can do which is you know as a form plugin that's what it what it has to do uh, it's got to be able to apply to a lot of um a lot of different use case scenarios and and that's certainly been a challenge for us um, in building the product is making sure it can do these things but in a no-code environment. You know, we say no code, but we do have hooks <laughs> and filters that people can tie into if they want to. And people often do. But so yeah, that's that's kind of you know where where we are as as a product. Um obviously after this we can tell people where they can learn more about it and and find more information about it. Yeah. So WooCommerce. Yeah, yeah, WooCommerce. So <laughs> Um, for us, it was a, you know, we saw other form plugins were doing it yeah. and, and we felt that we could offer a, a better product. And one of the things I would say was it was really a separate product in itself rather than just being an extension. There was a lot of work that went into it. Of, of all of our add-ons that we have, it's probably the most complex one um, that, that we have out there. There was a lot of work that went into producing that that plugin. Some people will write to me and say, "Why is that not included with WS Form? Why can't I just? <laughs> why does it just not come with a product?" And really, it's a separate uh, project that we manage and and, and sell as a result. So um, for us, it was kind of a natural thing to do. It was it was a product that we saw other form plugins had, and we we wanted to. Uh, you know, join join that bandwagon and and, and offer a, a better solution for that. One of the nice things about what we've done is that everything, pretty much everything in WS form can now be put on a product. So even signatures and file uploads and repeaters and conditional logic. Oh wow! I think the only field we opted not to include was uh, was a recapture because it just didn't work well with with WooCommerce itself. But and I think uh, you know. WooCommerce has a massive library of hooks and functions that you can tie into to achieve what you want to do. 
For us, there was you know a little bit of hacking going on to to make it work um, and, and get it working properly. And there's certain things you know certain things that developers have to do to make sure it works. Uh, the minimum thing is you need an add to cart button. Other than that, everything else works. But <laughs> so it you know it was it was a learning curve having to learn all the WooCommerce ins and outs and go through their documentation to to work out. Uh, what we needed to do. So, so tell tell us a little bit more about how you'd want to build something for newsletter gloom and what that would look like. Um, yeah. So with us, I first looked at WooCommerce kind of, I guess, as a way to grow my audience, grow my customer base. Um, and obviously like, you know, WooCommerce is probably one of the biggest, uh, fastest growing um, niches in WordPress right now. So uh, it was kind of an obvious place to look at. Yeah. For sure. What I was really excited about was building like, like making it, I guess making it easy to build something like a recommended products newsletter. Um, so being able to filter lots of different things. Mm-hmm. So for example, like create a seg, um, auto generate like a whole bunch of segments based on uh, Woo product, Woo commerce products, and then kind of like uh, include slash exclude those um, products or those segments to create uh, really specific personalized newsletters. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I was planning to build. And um, I'm still like, even just like talking about it, I'm still really excited about that prospect. There's a lot you could do with that for sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Particularly on maybe like cross-selling that you traditionally do within the card itself. You could actually push that as an email. And you've got all that data there. Are there any uh, third-party WooCommerce extensions that are already out there that you could use to your advantage as part of that process, such as you know cross-selling add-ons and things like that? So I think the tricky thing with us is that any any like block, for example, that um, currently exists. Mm-hmm it's almost not worth it for us to just use that already just because we would have to make that email HTML compatible. Um, and sometimes that's it's like easier to build our own than to play catch up, like constantly kind of monitoring what they're building and then like making that optimized. And yeah. There's a, there are a lot of extensions in that WooCommerce store and there is conflict between them, uh, not, not just between ours and others, uh, but there are... I forget how many extensions there are in the in the uh, in the store now, but we have people coming to us saying, "I'm using you know X, Y, and Z extension, and it doesn't seem to be working with the WS form one." And when I look at it, I can see sometimes there can be something that we can do to to make that work. Other times, there are some extensions that don't really follow the rules properly, <laughs> for for one of a better phrase. That can cause other extensions to break, not just ours, but it, you know, um, sometimes that that's something that you definitely need to think about when developing a WooCommerce extension is just try and follow their rules and, and methodologies as, as much as possible when building that. And um, I, you know, I, I would say for us, on the whole, it's been a positive experience. Um, I was really delighted recently when WooCommerce increased the commission back to us when something is sold <laughs> it used to be 60 40 40 percent going to them 60 percent coming to us and they changed that to a 70 30 model um so they increased the commission back to the developer did they change it for everybody or like uh limited i think so i i can't speak 
definitively on that, but I pr- I'm pretty sure that was a, um, a blanket change that, that they made. The other thing that they changed was originally we were only allowed to sell through the WooCommerce channel. Um, so we could only sell that extension through that channel. And they changed that so that you could you could sell it in other places. Oh, wow. That's huge. We've decided not to do that just because we, for us, that would be managing two code bases, really, um, because mm. when you have your plugin on the WooCommerce store, you have to use their upgrade process. So they have a bunch of libraries that you use to handle the upgrade of that extension um, and i like using that i like keeping it within that environment because it's tied in with all the other woocommerce extensions that are used um, but you can if you want sell that same extension elsewhere but then you know you've got to build a whole uh, upgrade platform specifically for that plugin so for us we just kept we just kept it simple and and i think as a business it's just a great additional sales channel to have yeah um and if you've got a successful product that works well within that that uh, store um and it's doing good and people are using it and giving it good reviews then it's just a great ongoing sales channel for you and it opens up uh, a whole new realm of customers really because obviously with ours you have to have ws form in order to be able to use it so we'll, we will get a ws form sale as a result of that extension so i think that for you know a lot of plugin developers is is an attractive attractive thing so I feel like before we go further down this rabbit hole, we should kind of take a step back and orientate our listeners, or Bob's listeners, so they don't get annoyed about... Yeah, they're not ours, unfortunately. <laughs> these two randos who've hijacked the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's like orient, orientate them and tell them kind of what what we're planning to talk about, which you should have, talk, you should have mentioned probably <laughs> 20 minutes ago now. Um what it is the WooCommerce store is, um, because I realized like like I only found out what that was like when I was when I started doing my research. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So starting from scratch, let's pretend um, people have followed us thus far. Um, so we wanted to talk a little bit about, I guess, like business and tech and like hurdles that are involved in um, building a WooCommerce extension. Mm-hmm. So in Mark's case, he's built a WooCommerce extension with um, WS Forms. Um, and then, you know, as I we just talked about, I'm planning to build um, a WooCommerce extension with Newsletter Glue. And there are a whole bunch of other um, WooCommerce extensions out there, um, not just with Forms, not just with Newsletters. You know, there are upsell plugins. Um, what else? Checkout, checkout builder plugins booking plugins, like a million and million and one different things. And so the um, the store that Mark was talking about is you can go to woocommerce.com slash products and what you'll see there is an extension store and it's paid plugins, which is like the big, big difference between uh, wordpress.org and woocommerce.com slash products. So I, I found like, the WooCommerce extension store really interesting because like, you know, there isn't something, there isn't an equivalent in the WordPress.org world. And like people have talked about it for a long time, but it's, you know, never really come to pass. And so in a big picture kind of a way, it's interesting to see what the WooCommerce store is like and like how if we had a paid plugin store for the whole WordPress ecosystem, like maybe it could look something like this and like, um, I think it's kind of cool to think about that and like think about 
how that might potentially work for the rest of the ecosystem. But, uh, yeah, the WooCommerce uh, store is is paid, so people will pay pay for those add-ons. You you get to choose how you want to price your your extension. Uh, so when you sign up for that, you can choose what you want to do. We chose forty nine ninety nine, which seemed to be the lower end of of a lot of what these extensions are being charged for. And it's an annual subscription. I don't know if you you know want to learn more about the support side of that as well, which is which is quite interesting. Yeah. So they have their own support platform for the WooCommerce extension. Now, obviously, WooCommerce have a lot of their own extensions on there. Um, they they have like the subscription, the membership, et cetera, et cetera. If a support inquiry comes through for your extension, they will actually um, forward that to you through to whatever support platform you're using. We use Zendesk. You know, it's a common uh, support system on there. And they'll forward through all the information they get about the users. So you know, obviously the name, email address, but they'll also give you some background about you know what you know what plugins have they got installed? Uh, the, all the technical information that they get sent through as a, as a result of the support ticket coming through. So and then ultimately you just handle that ticket yourself, which is nice. So um, they just kind of hand it off. Now one of the things I have noticed a little bit now and then people will ask for a refund because it doesn't do you know what they thought it would do, or uh, maybe they're having some trouble with it. And um, the Refunds are handled by WooCommerce themselves, not by us. So uh, sometimes the support team will accidentally send those uh, refund requests through to us. I've had cases where two or three times it's come through from the same person. Um, so I have to let WooCommerce know, no, 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 you know, this customer's looking for a refund, not for a, not for some support. Uh, but on the whole, the support is incredibly smooth and, and works great. So really, it's just an extension of the support that you're doing at the moment. So I'm looking at um, the WooCommerce store and like clicking on a random extension and trying to get to the support. Um, and it seems like it just goes to woocommerce.com slash contact dash us. Right. So yeah. yeah, that's that's unexpected. Yeah, and then what they'll have, they, they changed the look and feel of the WooCommerce extension pages recently. Um, it used to be a little bit more obvious where you could read about the documentation and stuff, but they've moved it to the right-hand side of the page, I believe. Obviously, if your RTL be on the, the other side. But you get to write your own documentation about the extension that you're building. So there are kind of two user interfaces that you use as a WooCommerce extension builder. So there's one which is about the product, which shows you how many how many products you've sold, you know, what your sales stats are, and also the ability to upload new versions. In a moment, we should talk about how those WooCommerce extensions are actually approved by WooCommerce as well, because they have a process for that. Yeah. And then there's a separate documentation side of things, which is almost like, uh, I think they've recently moved it to the block editor. It used to just be classic editor, um, but they've moved it to block editor now. And you just really write your documentation as a normal blog and maintain that yourself. And so you, you can't link it directly to like your, your like a private um, documentation place, can you? I mean, I guess you could because you can put a link within the product description about that. But the way the way ours works that I know is the documentation itself is actually on the WooCommerce site itself. Um, so you could link, you know, we link from that documentation page to our knowledge base pages. So when we're talking about adding price fields and things like that, we have links off to our knowledge base, which you can do. But the actual core documentation resides on WooCommerce itself. And then when you're building your WooCommerce extension, 
they will have you run a parser on the code to make sure that it b- abides by all the programming guidelines that uh, that WordPress likes. So making sure that you're using, you know, Yoda style notation on things and making sure that your tabs and spaces are in the, the correct places within your code so that it follows their conventions. They show you how to set that up on your own computer so when you're developing it, you can run the parser and, and make sure that you don't get any errors coming back. You want to make sure that those are all corrected before you push your code to WooCommerce itself. But then it's just really a case of you know add a version, upload the code, and then they run their own checks on their end. And um, once that has been checked and everything is fine, they then push the new version live. It's all done online. You get email confirmations letting you know how that process is going. It's super simple. Um, so it's really a whole, as, as, a Woo, as a developer for a WooCommerce extension, everything is self-service. There's really nobody that you touch other than the initial stages of getting your, your plugin approved. Right. And that's, I guess, very similar to the process of getting your plugin approved on the WordPress stuff org repo as well right yeah very very similar process um i'm trying to remember what i went through when i initially uh submitted the extension to the directory but i think it was just a case of filling out a form um, letting them know what the extension does what it what it does um they do a code review themselves and they'll they'll run through it that's probably the most hair-raising part is you know you, yeah you're sending your code through and Hoping that they they're going to approve it, but as long as your you know your code's not doing anything malicious and you you've got good security in there and you, you've done your due diligence, yeah, yeah, and they've they've got rules on you know how to do things, and obviously they want you to use as much as possible use all the the Wook, WooCommerce and WordPress functionality, so you're not writing your own code for you know for example for making an HTTP request or whatever. Um, just using whatever functions they've got. Because obviously, I mean, doing that, your code's going to be a lot more secure anyway. Yeah, once once that's done, I did have some interaction with the WooCommerce team initially um, because they were, you know, asking about pricing and, and stuff like that. But they were all super helpful. It was all done through Slack. So you have to log, it's like the WooCommerce Slack? Yeah, yeah. The, they've got a, a an area specifically for plugin developers. How does one go to sign up or get an account with the WooCommerce Slack? I think they send you a link and then you just add their channel. Uh, it's re- relatively straightforward. So once once you're on that Slack channel, you want to stay on that Slack channel as well because if sometimes they will get inquiries about your plug, your extension through that and they'll say, you know, hey, Mark, can your extension do this? And that's mainly for pre-sales questions. So not so, not so much support once they've had it, but some people will say, can it do this? And you'll be asked to to respond to that. Uh, I get very very few inquiries through that channel, um, so it's it's fairly infrequent that we get that. The the bigger extension developers get a lot of traffic through that Slack channel, but uh, yeah, it's it's not not too many. Maybe a few a week, just asking some pre sales questions, much like they would with your own plugin extensions. So so yeah, I, you know, on the whole, it's a a very well oiled machine, very very easy to do. I think the the toughest part really is is building the plugin, building the extension, and getting it to do what you want. And you know, the, the advice I would give would be just making sure that you follow all those guidelines as much as possible. Um, making sure that you're not going to be in conflict with some of the you know the bigger extensions that are out there. For for us, things like pop up plugins 
uh, extensions were like yeah you know when you can click a quick view on a product and it opens up in a, a pop-up maybe from a, a catalog list view that was something that we had to do some work on to make sure it worked properly um uh, and we still to this day we have people coming through saying you know i'd love it to be able to work with this extension can you work on that and we do a license key exchange with that developer and we'll work to to get that working so it's uh, definitely an, on, an ongoing process for sure and things that we have to continue to develop for yeah hey everyone bob wp dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support if you are looking for an express checkout for you or your client's woo shop look into peach bay It's customizable and makes it easy to change button colors, text, width, border radius, and a lot more on product pages, the cart page, checkout page, and the mini sidebar checkout. It also has an optional short code that allows you to drop it in wherever you'd like. You can even go further with customizations by adding upsells, cross-sells, and related products, as well as notes, coupons, discounts, and both multi-currency and multilingual options. PeachPay can also work as a supplementary checkout option or as a single payment method. And lastly, you can collect payments through Stripe, PayPal, Google Pay, and Apple Pay with more payment methods coming down the road. It's all there. Just check it out at peachpay.app. If you're looking to build online courses for your next client project or even for your own site, LearnDash is a perfect way to go. Whether you want to go out of the box or dive into customizations, they have you covered. For the latter, they have excellent documentation for hooks, functions, classes, and more. And how about that integration with WooCommerce? Again, got you covered with full control over the checkout experience, customizing the account pages, selling products through courses, discounts, coupons, the list goes on. The LMS ecosystem continues to grow. So if you are building sites for those who teach online, check out learndash.com. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. Yeah, when you first started thinking about getting on the WooCommerce store, because like this was something that I had to consider as well. Like, did I even want to be on the store in the first place? Um, because you know, the store itself, like, I mean, I, I have no idea how like the exact number of plugins or extensions that are on here, but like, mm-hmm. I imagine like for every one that's on here, there are probably ten or a hundred that aren't listed. Like, you know, some of the stuff that you mentioned earlier about profit sharing, you know, going from 60-40 to 70-30 um, and being allowed to sell your plugin elsewhere, um, like stuff like that. Um, it's To be honest, it's not super clearly... I remember like going into it and like um, mostly kind of hearing from other developers about their experiences and, and then like being a bit scared off from being on it. Um, mm-hmm just because of how kind of strict they were and like at the time, like how much of the profit th- that they took. Yeah. So like, I'd love to hear kind of your, um, well, considerations when you went in and then like how it's turned out so far and whether, you know, if like you could do it again, would you just go on or would you do it, go it alone? Um, I, I think the key thing to remember here is that if you're on that WooCommerce extension, uh, for want of a better word, the marketplace there, 
you've got a captive audience of people looking to buy an extension, which is just worth its weight in gold. Um, for you to be able to go out and reach those customers, particularly as a small plug-in company, as I assume you are like me, yep. it's very, very expensive to reach those types of people. Um, so for me, the WooCommerce extension, you know, yeah, we make a little bit of money from it, but it's really kind of a, a marketing mechanism for us. It enables us to reach a wider audience. And pretty much everybody that buys our extension. I guess we're different from some extensions that don't require another plugin to work. But for us, our extension requires WS Form in order order to be able to work. So we get that sale as as a result of that, which is something that uh, you guys as well would benefit from. Yeah, I mean, the 60-40 was a little bit steep when we first did it, but the 70-30 made it even more attractive. But really... You know, we still made some some good money from it. It was we, we get a lot of customers coming through, and and people learn about our product as a result of going onto the WooCommerce store. And and the way that the WooCommerce store works is, I, I believe you're allowed to assign your plugin to up to five different categories. So that's an important thing that you want to have a think about. And they recently changed their categories um, from from what they were, but you'll need to have a look at those categories that that they offer and work out where specifically you want your extension to be um and i would definitely lean towards looking at the more um the 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 more popular categories rather than the more niche categories because you're going to get more traffic coming through those i would have guessed the other way around actually yeah i mean obviously you want to be in ones that are relevant to what you're doing but if you can find a broader category then you're going to see more traffic coming through it um, obviously, I don't know the algorithm on the uh, the WooCommerce store, but I have noticed the more sales I've had, the further up the list I start to appear. And I, I guess maybe that's similar to the free plugin directory. You know, they they very heavily lean on total installs uh, as to where you appear in the search results. So I, I'm not sure how that works on the WooCommerce extension store, but as as we have been on there longer and longer, I've noticed that we've worked our way up the list a little bit. We don't get many reviews on that. I don't think people are even aware that you can do reviews on a lot of these these pages. I think they sit right at the bottom of the, uh, the WooCommerce extension pages. I think we've had one five-star review, but the, I don't think they put the reviews on until you've had two, three, four reviews. So and maybe I should encourage my users to uh, uh, give us a, a review so that we can get that actually added <laughs> to the page itself. And, and that may well influence those um, those results as well. I don't know, but uh, we, we can we can only guess. But uh, yeah, on, on the whole, it's been a, a great experience for us. We've, we've increased our sales on our plugin as a result of reaching that larger audience. I've had no trouble being in that in in that store at all that the the team that are behind that are incredibly helpful nice they like to communicate through the the slack channel and they'll they're quite happy to do direct messages with you to to help you out with stuff so yeah super helpful and, and on the whole it's been a positive experience cool so i'm guessing if you could do it again you'd definitely do it the same way yeah yeah i, I don't think i want to do it right now <laughs> it was a lot of work uh to, to go in but yeah if i if i had the time yeah i mean it's difficult to come up with an extension for that store there's just so much in there that people have already covered all the 
kind of low-hanging fruit has has been done and done very well. I, you find that when you're building these WooCommerce extensions, you're tying in with a lot of their their filters and hooks. So there's there's a big learning curve there in in learning all of their documentation and, and how their documentation works. But it's all there. You can you can find it all. A lot of people have done this before as well, and you can look at their code and um, see see how they did it. You know, obviously the code is GPL, so you can go in the code and have a look at how other people have interacted with these hooks and filters and and work out how how you want to do that yourself. So, but um, yeah, I think you, I on the face of it, I think you've got a great idea here. I mean, I love the concept of newsletter glue, and I think tying that in with with WooCommerce could be fantastic, particularly on the. Um, I, I love the angle of being able to send out dynamic newsletters to people that would, you know, segmented newsletters that would include a set of products that relate to certain people's interests. I think that would be fantastic and a really powerful tool. Yeah, thanks. I should have asked this earlier, but like how, what does your WooCommerce extension do exactly? Like what, what are some of the use cases, um, popular use cases? Yeah, popular use cases are things like um, personalizing products. So, um, we have we have quite a popular tutorial on our site about building a um, customizable T-shirt. So you can choose the T-shirt color. You can put text on there. Some people have even gone as far as using image uploads to put an image over the T-shirt. So that's that's quite a popular use case. We can do everything from. Uh, I think this is one of the things that Bob picked up on. Actually, he he said that the WS form extension is is really a number of different WooCommerce extensions bundled into one. So you've got like your name, your price extension where people can customize the price of a product or maybe use that as a donation feature. We can do that with WS Form. All you've got to do is put just a price field on a product uh, with a zero price on the on the um, the regular price of the product and you've instantly got a donation plugin um, set up. So you can do very simple stuff like that. You can do customization. You can do... Um, if somebody's maybe doing a booking product, they can put a list of the people that are going to be on that booking directly into the product itself. Um, our signature product uh, signature can actually be used on the product itself. So if you want someone to approve something before that is added to the cart, you can do that and you've got their signature. If you go to uh, woocommerce.wsform.com, we actually have a demo page and you can see some of the use cases there. So we've got uh, a bunch of different stuff. And then we have a, uh, the ability to do calculators as well. Um, so people can use our fields to actually calculate a product price. So we have some people that have even used it for creating um, a store for ordering blinds for your windows. So you can choose your window dimensions, choose the type of blind that you want, and our calculator features within WS Form then work out the final price for that before it's added to the cart. So, um, yeah, everything, everything from simple use case through to quite complex stuff so nice yeah i'm just at the site itself the woocommerce.wsform.com and playing around and it's, it's pretty cool yeah yeah the t-shirt one's quite fun actually so um we hope to extend that because we have a lot of people asking about product customization and being able to put images over products and, and text over products and things like that so yeah so so my twitter handle is leslie underscore pizza all right. And so I'm like very attracted to the pizza customizer here that you've got. Yeah. So you, you choose your toppings and it adds the price of the pizza up. So, so there's so another I, use yeah, case. Pizza. So I chose my size. Yeah. <laughs> chose my sauce. 
cheeses and then it like shows the um shows it being added on the image as well which is really cool yeah yeah and that's done um, with svg layers so what we do is we create an svg right yeah and um the svg contains all the different toppings of the pizza within it and then as you click checkboxes on the form that's adding to the price but it's also firing some javascript to then show or hide those layers within the svg itself so it's um and that could be applied to all kinds of different different things. The T-shirt demo does the same thing. We have a layer that actually colors the T-shirt, and it's just changing the hex color mm. um, of, of that layer to make that work. So, um, and is that all done no code, or do I have do I have to? Um... So th- those ones need a little bit of code because you need some JavaScript to be able to switch those layers on and off. Um, the actual form itself is all no code, but we have we have the ability <clears throat> with our conditional logic to say if this is checked, then uh, run this JavaScript. Um, within the JavaScript itself, we enable people to be able to use our um, WS form variables, so they can dynamically take what has been clicked on in the checkbox and then apply that to their JavaScript. So um, it's yeah. It, as I said, <clears throat> we're no code ninety percent of the time. Ten percent of the time, you're adding your own code on top of that to make it do some fancy things if you want to. But um, yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> certainly an area we want to grow on because we've had a lot of people asking, you know, how do I how do I make this work with you know a can of drink or a um, you know any any kind of customization that that they want to do. So the more tutorials you can offer to to help people out with that, uh, the better. The documentation side of it is is um, obviously a large part of the work and, and making sure that people understand how to use your product. We still have trouble to this day uh, with people just installing the extension and expecting it to do everything, um, and, they, and they don't don't realize you've got to install even WS form or you know how to do certain things. So just steering people in the right direction, making it clear in the documentation about what you need to do and the steps you need to take to get it working um, all helps and cuts down on your support ultimately. Yeah, for sure. I think that's something um, like the when you look at the WooCommerce store, it's not immediately obvious like for a lot of these plugins that you that you need a separate plugin in order to make it work. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things I would recommend with that, with the documentation, is look at some of the other documentation that people have put together um, because there is some markup you can use within the documentation just to build just like simple boxes to highlight things. They even support putting um, videos on on your pages. So we, we made a, a short video about how to use the extension and that can certainly help as well. So. Are you just talking about the main product site or are you talking about like separate documentation? Um, actually, yeah. If you go to the actual WooCommerce extension store and you click on our, our particular extension and, and others, um, they have a video introduction that you can put in. Just a, it's just, I think it's just a video tag. Yeah. But so, so, so when, you, when you're saying documentation, you mean like the page, the product page. Is that right? Yeah, there's there's the product page, and then there's also a separate document page as well. So the actual documentation for the extension, which is handled on a WooCommerce server, um, on the right hand side you'll see there's like a documentation button. Yeah, so which is kind of hidden away. It used to be a lot more obvious, <laughs> but uh, the yeah the documentation page is a WooCommerce block page that you can manage and and, and maintain yourself. And in that, you can use pretty much any of the core 
um, block features to to write your manual page, which is pretty cool. So yeah, we we added a video to that to um, to make things easier. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about that uh, documentation page as well is they automatically create a menu on the right hand side with all the which is based upon the headings that you use. So as long as you're using you know H two H three H four etc., it automatically builds that document page documentation page up for you. Nice. Yeah. So like um, I was talking to a friend recently who also has WooCommerce on his brain. Yeah. And um, and like so he he was I think I can't remember who he was he who he was talking to, um, but it, um, I think he was talking about or he kind of realized that there were a lot of Shopify merchants moving over to WooCommerce and like generally being surprised at how cheap things were and almost being suspicious about the price because in Shopify like don't know what they're called apps. I think they're called apps. So like apps on Shopify are like a hundred bucks a month, 200 bucks a month and so on. And in WooCommerce, it's hundred bucks a year, yeah. 200 bucks a year. <laughs> yeah. If you've been in the um, WordPress development world for even a second, you would have heard lots of people talking about on both sides, right? You hear people um, on one side saying things are getting more expensive, but then you hear on the other side, plugin developers talking about how hard it is to make a living um, building plugins just because, you know, it's criminally cheap, um, especially if you compare it to um, Shopify or any of these other platforms. Um, yeah, so like, I'd love to hear kind of how, like you, you mentioned yours is going for $49 a year as an extension. And I know like, WS form you also have to pay for to begin with and, and then you have to additionally pay the 40, $49 so like I love to hear kind of how you came up with that and then also kind of what your thoughts are with regards to Shopify you know people with the big wallets hoping to spend some money on WooCommerce and then being disappointed <laughs> yeah. having all that cash yeah. burning a hole in their pockets. I, th- I think some people are going the other way as well. You know, like I know Yoast, for example, of their traditionally WordPress world, and they've gone to Shopify and yeah. probably are loving it <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I actually tried to, um, I approached Wix about putting WS Form on Wix and they just, they were not accepting applications for form plugins because there are just so many of them. Yeah, I think we're in two different environments here. In Shopify, people are used to paying for it. They they go on Shopify, they know they're going to pay a monthly fee, they know they're going to pay for the extensions. Um, I've had some clients on my agency side go from WooCommerce to Shopify. They kind of like how easy Shopify was, didn't have to worry about hosting or anything like that. But yeah, it's more expensive, um, particularly on their enterprise platform is incredibly expensive. For me, again, it's a case of the thing that I think I value the most with the WooCommerce extension, because I have WS form as well, is the introduction of new customers to it. So you know, I, I even have people complaining about the cost of WS form for fifty nine bucks a year. You know, it's five dollars a uh, month, and I provide, I think, great support for that product. I mean, it's not even support, right? Like you're providing a great product. Yeah, and it's a full time job. You know, we have to pay people to do it, and you know, obviously with support, you get some people that need a bit more of a handhold, and some people that just get it and, and get on with it. So you benefit from from that side of it. But um, I would say. Our, with our price and what we did, we looked at the other extensions that were on there and I undercut them just a little bit to make it more attractive. Right? I was just getting into it at that at that point. 
everybody tells me I need to increase the price of my, my plugin, um, including the WooCommerce extension. And I'm kind of <laughs> nervous to do that because I've found a sweet spot. I'm happy with where I am right now. But I'm always getting my hands slapped saying, Mark, triple the price of the plugins. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's really down to, to you and, and where you feel comfortable. Some of the extensions on there, even the WooCommerce ones, are two $300 a year. Um, like the subscription membership plugins are quite expensive. But uh, there's a lot of work that goes into maintaining those, and I can see why they are. They cost what they do. With with mine, you know, I, I don't have the worry about having to update the extension too frequently because I'm not tied in with, like, pl- uh, payment plugins and other things like that. It's just tied in with, with my plugins. So the maintenance on it once I built it was relatively low, um, it's more supporting it for me, supporting people using it and helping them get the most of it. So um, we, we went with $49. It was kind of, I had a look at the other extensions that are out there that did similar things. And that's kind of where I came up with, with that price. Um, may may increase it in the future. You know, we, we've got inflation and everything else going on right now that makes life a little bit harder. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's been... For me, it's more of a marketing channel than than anything. I think is in terms of the commercial side of it. Um, obviously, producing a good product and maintaining that, but uh, it's kind of out of that forty nine dollars. What do I get back? Uh, maybe thirty five, forty dollars back from it. The fact that I get the sale with the main plugin is is worth it. Yeah, I guess I guess because I don't need. Uh, I'm not a plugin that just relies solely on the sales from the extension itself. Um, that's probably one a little bit cheaper than than other ones that are out there. Cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm at your pricing page now. and So it looks like the only way to purchase the WooCommerce add-on is via WooCommerce itself, right? So that you don't... Yes, yeah. Like you kind of link to the WooCommerce product um, product page on your wsform.com slash pricing page. Um, but I can't like, for example, just buy one of the agency freelance or personal um, pricing tiers and just kind of expect to have WooCommerce in there. Is yeah. That right? Yeah. We keep that separate. Like I said, in order to bundle an extension in with your own product, then you've really got to have a separate code base for it. So the the plugin, so we use Easy Digital Downloads for, for our sales. Yeah, we do too. And it has its own licensing class, as you know, that you add to your plugin to, to handle all the updates. So you'd have to have a version with that, and then you'd have to have a version that includes all the WooCommerce um, updating methods on there. The WooCommerce update, um, methodology is super simple. You just they will give you a um, almost like a serial number, like a hash, um, and you add that to the header of your plugin, and it then handles everything else for you. So that's super easy to, to maintain. So I opted just to keep it that way um, and, and keep keep them separate, and it, it works fine. We we don't get any complaints about it. It's you know if you if you want to buy that extension, you you buy it through through that means. We sell all of our add-ons a la carte anyway, so you can you can pay for them separately through our add-ons mm, page. Interesting. Um, and it just kind of works the same way. We have it on there, on the add-ons page, so you can click on it to get to it. It's just a different way of paying for it, really. So rather than paying through our checkout, you use the WooCommerce checkout. Um, on the But then there's like the agency and freelance ones where like I can see there's a whole bunch of um, integrations at all, as well. 
do they work as add-ons or? Yeah, so basically, if you buy our freelance or our agency edition, so we we have a personal which is a single site license, and then you buy the add-ons a la carte as you need them. Uh, we have a freelance edition which is a five site license, and that comes with a number of different add-ons included. And then we have the agency edition which has all of our uh, all of our add-ons on there. Um, and it's unlimited site licenses as well. So that's kind of, you know, if you want everything, that's what you go for. But if you want the WooCommerce extension, that's sold ex- exclusively through the WooCommerce store um, because because it ties in with WooCommerce itself and it's their licensing mechanism. Do you ever get people buying the agency license thinking, oh, I'm going to get all the integrations, all the add-ons, yeah. and then like realizing, nope, I don't get the WooCommerce add-on with that? We used to, not so much now, um, because we've made it clear that you know it's it's a separate product. So um, very, very, very rarely do we have we have somebody you know doing that. Uh, we we more we a lot of the time we'll just get people totally confused between our light and our pro version. <laughs> They're like, I've just paid for the pro version. Why are my pro features not appearing? You know, just, you've got to install the the pro version. It's just people that don't read the documentation. <laughs> so we get that as well. No, we don't. We don't get much kickback on that at all. Um, people are, are happy to go on the WooCommerce store and, and have all their WooCommerce extensions in one place. And I like I like the way they do their subscription based stuff in WooCommerce. You've got one page with all your subscriptions on it, and ours is then included as part of that. Uh, and I think by buying stuff through the WooCommerce extension store, you know you're getting a good product that's been vetted by WordPress. And um, I think people people like the fact that all those products have gone through that vetting process. Yeah, I think that trust factor makes a big difference. Huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's mandatory now for us to uh, for you to let people know where people can find you. And yeah, yeah, tell us more about how we can learn more about newsletter glue. Um, yeah, so if you're interested in newsletter glue, you can go to newsletterglue.com. Um, and we are at Newsletter Glue on Twitter as well. And I am um, at Leslie underscore pizza, L-E-S-L-E-Y underscore pizza um, on Twitter. So you can find me there. Um, I might put a GIF up soon of <laughs> me customizing Twitter um, pizza on WS form, which is super cool. So you should look out for that. We found some synergy, Leslie, with pizza. I love that. Yeah. And Mark, where can people find you? Uh, WSForm.com is our main website. Um, If you want to learn more about the WooCommerce extension, you can go to WooCommerce.WSForm.com. I'm on Twitter at WestGuard. Um, The WSForm handle is at WS underscore form as well. And I think we should let Bob out of the basement now and get out of his house. Yeah, untie him and let, let him out. Um, but yeah, th- thanks so much, Lizzie. It was great to, <laughs> to chat to you and, um, good luck with the uh, newsletter glue and the, and the, hopefully the extension. I hope to see the extension cause I think it would be a great idea. Thanks Mark. And likewise, nice sharing with you too. Bye-bye. See ya. Hey everyone. Thanks again for tuning into today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends. Each pay a sleek and simplified express checkout that is fully customizable with an easy way to upsell or add customer incentives to the checkout at peakpay.app. Or for your next client project that requires an online course or courses, do consider LearnDash. It integrates so well with WooCommerce shops. You can learn more about it at learndash.com. 
Make sure and follow us or subscribe to Do The Woo. You can simply go to dothewoo.io slash subscribe. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.